Ho, ho, ho. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the first show of 2021. How was your 2020, Christine? My 2020 was very productive, introspective, um, mm. cleansing. Um, for me, that was what 2020 looked like. Um, I know a lot of people may have a different story, but for me, yeah, it was very... Um, it was not necessarily a horrible year. It was a good year for me mentally. Mm-hmm. Well, my 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 twenty twenty worst thing that happened at the beginning. Kobe got Kobe died. That was a bad start. And then um, Corona, um, which actually Corona was here back in two thousand nineteen. It just wasn't. Um, brought up but it was here in 2019 but it really shut everything down uh as a matter like my birthday weekend yeah um and it kind of scared a lot of people i mean you know it was people at my job coming down with with corona and they basically pulled us all in a room and told us like these people had corona they was going home we had to you know, quarantine, you know, I don't know if you, have you ever been tested? I have not, but my daughter I mean, has been tested probably yeah. a million times. See, my brother got tested, right? He had antibodies, meaning he had it and whatever he had in him fights it. So I don't want, I don't know if he's immune at this point, but he has antibodies in his blood for coronavirus. Um, and I was thinking about it, right? So, you know, like there's a new strain out, right? But like, think about this. What if everybody got Corona, right? But your DNA changes the culture of it. Like, you know, some are, some are like at ease and then some are just active and, and loud. Like, what if we all got it, bro? Like Corona been around for decades, Really? I mean, like, I saw an old Lysol can that had coronavirus on the bottom of it. Right. I saw that. And it was crazy because I went and looked at one of my old cans because I keep it just because I like to use it. Mm-hmm. So I looked at one of my old cans and it's on the back of it. I was like, interesting. Man. And it, it's just, I don't know, man. I think 2020 was just a time of confusion and I think the the wrong president was in the office during this time. You know what I'm saying? Because he kept saying it was it was nonsense. It was not and you know it's people that still think like that. That think it's fake. Uh I remember when I went and got my car, the car deal the guy who was selling me my car, like I made him put a mask on, bro. Like I'm not trying to get Corona. And it was like a little chubby dude um, that was there and he coughing and all. I'm like, uh-uh. Nah, because I'm not trying to get no Corona. I'm sorry. I don't want I don't want it and I don't want to bring it to my family. But it's people who just really aren't taking heed to what the what you know what it could do. Cause, you know, 
it's a lot of younger people who go out like they like Corona not out, but you got to think about your your older family members and your older you know people you know that are older. Like I wouldn't want to bring nothing like that to my mom, and she's sick because of what I you know of my neglect or my kids even for that much. So I don't know. Um, you know, twenty twenty one has started. Doctor Dre had a brain aneurysm. He was in ICU. I don't know if he's out of ICU right now or if he's still in. That's a crazy way to start the year. Let's see. Dr. Oh, I it's six days in, and it's, for the lack of a better word, it's getting quite interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. And, you know, and I know you kind of, you know, so basically, you know, they had to vote for Georgia. Mm-hmm. And which this this vote was for the control of the Senate, which is, you know, the Senate is like the 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 final place to like get laws passed. And now Democratic Democrats have the majority. So now Mitch McConnell is no longer, you know, the majority leader in the Senate. So Trump then told these people to storm the Capitol, but I think Okay, this is my take on on Trump. Trump is an opportunist. I don't I don't think Trump, you know, even in the history, I mean he's a, you know, he's a I think he's a pedophile. I think he's I don't think he's racist though. But I think that he's entertaining. He, he's yes, he's a come on man, he's like a he's a television star. That's what I said. He, I told I just actually just had the conversation with Deja. I said he is sitting back being entertained by this. He doesn't care about the Republicans. He doesn't care about the Democrats. He doesn't care about America. He is literally sitting back with popcorn entertained by all of the semantics. And he's actually like flattered because he's looking at these people as a fan base, not as a country, yes. but yes. as a fan base. So he's like, oh, my followers are up. Oh, I'm going to say it's kind of like somebody who's like a reality star or influencer. They post something and they get a lot of posts. They tend to go overboard posting more things just like that to get that same adrenaline rush from posting. And he does uh, that. He does yeah. that. He just as a nation, as people, as that. Because at the end of the day, Trump has enough money to leave leave the United States and never come back. Sex. Like he doesn't have to. He's not tied to this place. He's not loyal to. United Health, not Lord Jesus, not United Health. Can't think about work. He's know. not loyal to America. He's loyal to the publicity stunts. He's loyal to what he's doing, like him leaving the hospital when he caught when he got COVID, quote unquote. When he left the hospital to go and you know and, and wave to people and put the people that were Secret Service at risk of giving it to them all for to show. Like this isn't The Apprentice. This isn't you know. A TV show. This is people's life. Yeah. And these people who were hidden, undercover racists have now been given a platform. And when he gets out of office, then people walk up to him and say hello. He probably going to cuss them out or either call the police on them. He don't care about them people. And that's the part that's so upsetting or so disheartening. You know, if he cared, why is he allowing them to do something that could potentially get them killed? Why is he not? I don't know. It to me, it just seems as though 
they are excited because he's giving them the okay to be ignorant, but he's only doing this so that he can be entertained. He like they're like Thanks. they're like it's like a court gesture at a king. Oh, we're just gonna bring them in so they can entertain the king. That's what they're doing. Crazy. And this is also, and, and I'm gonna tell you something else went on in 2020. All of these, uh, these, uh, these people who thinking like, you know, first of all, we were supposed to get superpowers. I ain't got no superpowers. That's one thing. Uh, what else going on? They conspiracy. It's a lot. Of, it's just everybody want to be a conspiracy theorist. Uh, Michelle Obama, man, that's another one they say. Um, what else? Uh, I, I do believe that. You know, there's alien life, um, but I mean, to the degree that people are talking about it, I don't believe. I just think uh, there's things we don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I do think in the near future, uh, there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to we're going to witness that we're going to see um, that we've never seen before. I think that stuff is, is happening. It's going to happen. Um because there's a lot out there and there's a lot out there that people know. And I remember I was listening to a, um, an interview that Obama did and Obama, uh, they, he, you know, he talked about, uh, he, I guess he asked them about like UFOs and stuff like that. And whatever they told him, he was like, I can't really say it's some stuff. It's some stuff like going on. I mean, if you, I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't think, as a world, we're ready for that kind of stuff. Like, I don't think we really want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, everybody's man, like... It's, it's a lot that's unknown, and I think that a lot of people, for the sake of sometimes their sanity, they just don't... They don't fall into it or, or, de- or get involved. So, right. you kind of see, and they're like, yeah, I know this may be going on, that may be going on. I'm just going to not necessarily be bothered with it because it's not directly affecting me. Yeah. And that's probably, sometimes that's the wrong approach. You know, you should have knowledge of it. I'm not saying you should get to the point where you get so into it where you lose yourself, but you should still have knowledge of it you know, understand what's going on around you. Because some people are oblivious, even to the stuff going on today. Mm-hmm. It's some people you may walk up to and be like, hey, you heard what happened at the Capitol? They'd be like, what? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, and it's like, you can't be oblivious to what you got going on around you because you need to not necessarily, like I said, lose yourself in it, but you need to be aware. Mm-hmm. And for Most many definitely. years, our ancestors, our grandfathers they just turned their they turned a, a blind eye to things because they just was like well it is what it is that's just how it is and i think now we're more or less like now what they say what that means yeah, i want to know i want to know i'm curious yeah so, yeah but i mean everybody needs to be informed in mm-hmm. some way shape or form nothing as important as what's going on right now needs to not yeah, man, because there's some craziness going on. It's going to get crazier. Yeah, and it's, it's what scares me the most is like, you know, for me, I um I follow a lot of people on social media just because right now, like in my journey that I'm going through right now, personal journey, I'm, I kind of use them as resources, right? Well, mm-hmm. today 
I noticed that a lot of them, when all of this started popping off, a lot of them went silent. And a lot of the people that I'm following during this process is Caucasian. And a lot of them went mute. I don't they think that is because they they don't they agree. They see the point in some of this. So well, whereas I thought they were allies, they are kind it, of like I can't offend the people who know me for real just to keep the people who are following me. But do you think silence is necessarily like a, a show of agreeance or just not want to get involved? But why not get involved? I mean, okay, so this is my my case in point. Okay, say for instance, like the Black Lives Matter thing. I mean, I I had my opinions about it, but I didn't like super aggressively voice them. Like you, I didn't I didn't let it be known I support Black Lives Matter, but that don't mean that I wasn't behind it. That doesn't mean that. I didn't understand what it meant and and the importance of it. But I mean, I think a lot of times if people aren't like directly involved with something, they're not going to say something because that would assume that any type of uh, any type of thing that's going on that I don't respond to means I I think I'm okay with it. And it's not really the case. It's just some people just don't like to get involved in things. And I mean, like me personally, yeah. But your platform, you can't you can't pick and choose when you choose your when you make your platform. So when it was, you know, the writing and things like that, you know, they were outspoken. But now when it's not us out there and it's them, they're mute. Hmm. Even if you were to go so far as to say, pray for the nation, I can't believe this is happening. This is insane. Okay, think of it this way, right? So I remember uh, like on TikTok, a little Caucasian girl, Charlie D'Amelio, she said like some inspiring words, you know, about how wrong it is. She used her platform in that standpoint. But then people start saying, well, why you ain't out here marching with us? That ain't for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? I so, agree. I mean, you know, on the standpoint of, I mean, because you're, I mean, I guess using your platform when you're at, like at that level, verbal should be enough. Like, I think it's unsafe for them to be out in the streets. Right. I completely agree. I feel like pr- protests, like for me, I wasn't going to go out there in March, but I made sure that I, I brought awareness to what was going on. You know, I donated, you know, to helping people get out of jail, whatever I could do that I felt was comfortable doing for myself. That's what I did. But my whole thing is they were very vocal when we went Blackout Tuesday, when we did these things. But now when it's their people, when it's the people that they just had Christmas dinner with or Thanksgiving dinner with. I think they embarrassed. I agree. That could be it too. I, you know, I don't think. Yeah, let me tell you I, something. I, just, I stopped following a few of them because you're posting what you ate for lunch while the Capitol Hill is being a, being something happened to them. You're posting an ad for whatever reason 
And this is going on in our country. Our country is in a state of unrest and you're posting, you know, what you ate. I don't want to see that. Why are you not addressing? Well, I mean, that's my personal opinion. But like I said, I chose my, I made my choice to unfollow those people. I mean, it's not going to hurt my journey. So I was like, hey, I can do without it. Hmm. I understand what you're saying. And you, you have a right you know what I'm saying, to have that opinion. I just feel like sometimes, um, I don't know. I just, I just think that because, and then you got to look at it this way. Also, these people who, um, are not voicing or who you think should, they have a PR. Like they have someone who, who lets them know what they should and should not put on. Well, these aren't major celebrities. Don't get me wrong. They are. They are not major celebrities. They're not. These are regular, regular people. You know, I'm on a fitness journey. Who cares what Ja Rule think at a time like this? Remember Dave Chappelle said that? Agree. (laughs) That's the same situation. I don't care what they think. But, I mean, I I feel what you're saying as far as they platform. But I just think that they're not important enough for it to even matter. Because, like, I'm pretty sure those those people who you listen to, I don't know who they are. And I wouldn't know them if you said their name. No, you wouldn't. But I just feel like I don't know. I just think they into to consume my time with you. Let me ask you this: Have they ever had that energy? Yes. Hmm. When they were trying to stay relevant, when all the stuff was happening with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, they were reposting some of the African-American fitness people stuff. They were really doing something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they PR had them doing it. But yeah. I doubt I doubt it was what they wanted to do. Right. Like, I, I just, That's why I say I, I feel think, like now yeah. the, real, the real is real because they're embarrassed because, you know, they don't know what to say because they weren't expecting this to happen. You know, and I don't feel like that I think that they are buddy buddy with them, but it's more or less to me like if somebody got beef with my brother and I think my brother wrong in front of them, I'm not gonna say nothing. But when I talk to my brother, I'm be like, I know your behind didn't do X, Y, and Z. I think that is what it is. I think them people just don't want to say the wrong thing. I think they just left that alone because that's that's more of a entire like community being like race that's not like because you know the whole george floyd thing that was basically on the police now you had you know some of these uh neo-nazi people out but they wasn't the main focus the main focus was the law and so speaking out on something like that is different but i think them speaking out on just normal people doing you know the 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 ridiculousness that's a little more personal for one reason. And then I feel like they don't know how to react to it, especially because you just think about this with the George Floyd thing. They had time to think about what they want to do. Like this whole thing with the keep it on cap that, that happened like quick. That happened quick. And, you know, like Trump, he trying to like fix with his words and tell them they don't want nobody to get hurt. He all on Twitter. I'm like, that man needs to be arrested because he, he, the one that, he the one that got some people to do that. He incited a riot. 
And so maybe and he think like I said, he's sitting back like entertained by this because you can't find him right now nowhere. But he on Twitter, he's supplied behind somewhere into on Twitter, causing all of this havoc. And it's like, sorry. Now, that nigga ain't got no PR. No. Because he if he fired, did probably be like, that nigga ain't got no PR. He probably but, fired him. He probably was like, you know what? You said be nice. You're fired. He think this the apprentice. That's how he been handling the White House for four years. He over here acting like he on the hit the at the round table on the apprentice firing people, dude. That's not how this works. Ain't no way in the hell that nigga got PR. Man, ain't no way. When I tell you, ain't no way. He, I didn't like that man before he ever stepped foot into a White House. I just never liked his energy. Period. And yeah. he just solidified what I felt before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and I just really hate that some people have really, like, drunk the Kool-Aid when it comes to him. And they're right. not seeing reality. I don't care if you're African-American, if you're white, if you're Latina, whatever you are. If you're talking crazy, I'm going to say you're talking crazy. I don't care who you are. You can't, I don't, I don't care who you are. You can't talk crazy and be like, yeah, that's what we're doing. No, sir, that's not cool. That's not how, the, you don't, you can't do that. So, okay. enough about Trump, because. I was going to say, let's change the subject. So, boy, now let's talk about. Let me get you my pressure. But no, so let's talk about the dating thing. Oh my god. Okay. So this is twenty of course this is twenty 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 one. And like how are people gonna date? And I'm gonna tell you, I I think I talked to you about this, but what now is like sexual attraction? You know, and I'm gonna tell you what I why I say that. Um your mind subconsciously first jumps to COVID, Corona. That's the first thing on popping your head. You may not think it just yourself, but your subconscious is thinking it. And it's it's hard to have like that type of attraction to somebody. And like you used to back in the gap, you know what I'm saying? Where you see somebody and uh, they're attractive, this, this, that, that, because you can't approach it the same no more. And so I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. Like your first, my first thought anyway is Corona. Like you, if you hear somebody cough, it's it's over with. If if they, you know, scratching their throat on from the you know the end that little lawyer that real noise, it's over with. So what do you think? Like what do you think is a good process? Because I I've been like meeting people. Um, and you know, like the, did I show you that picture? Uh, anyway, it's a, it's somebody that I'm, I'm digging. Um, but it's kind of hard to like build a relationship like you would have in a normal situation because you can't really go nowhere and, and like, okay, let me change that. There's people who are going out like ain't nothing going on. Uh, but they they don't have they don't they they're living a life of they ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, they I got kids. You know what I'm saying? I would be like when I can't if one of my children ended up in the hospital because of my choices. I just oh, my exactly anybody, you know. And see, and see, I feel like these people are just like living like they they just ain't got nothing to lose, and so it's it's hard to like really 
build like a strong like I don't I don't know if a strong relationship can be built right now. I think a stronger relationship can be built right now. You um, think so? Yeah. I but to get to that point to meet someone is going to be the hard part. You know, back in the day when you was going out, clubbing, hanging out, being in out and about, meeting someone was the easy part. Yeah. Getting to know them was the hard part because we were all so quote unquote busy. Um, but meeting someone now is where the challenge is. So, you know, that people some people are using online dating, some people are, you know, meeting people through other people. A lot of people are joining stuff like this new thing called Clubhouse and things like that. Where Clubhouse, what's that? It's some new app. I don't know. I'm still not sure what it does, but it's like a networking app. Um, mm-hmm. But they go in rooms and you kind of just talk stuff, different topics with people in these rooms. But it seems pretty interesting. I haven't joined. I'm not. I got enough. It's an app? Mm-hmm. At the app store? Yeah. Let me find Clubhouse. Um, so people are meeting people that way. Um, like I said, through word of mouth, like, oh, I got a friend that, you know, would be cool to meet these things. That's kind of how they're meeting. But because you have to be creative in getting to know someone, mm-hmm. you are spending more time getting to know them versus sleeping with them too soon versus, you know, um, feeling like that somebody's using you for money as far as getting a meal which is a lot of guys as big as gripes back, you know, before COVID, pre-COVID guys was like, yeah, I'm just basically a free meal for this person. Or these women just talking to me because they want something to eat. And now they're more or less having to meet you and get to know you and probably actually have a connection with you beyond the physical because you're having to have conversation. So Mm. this kind of reminds me of the bit. Uh, COVID well, is ten times. Well, away. but you got like you got like I told you before. COVID's in my in my subconscious. Yeah, if so, I ever meet somebody, you are gonna get tested. We're going to get rapid tests before we have like a yeah. meet up and link up. Like I mean, that's it's almost kind of like getting AIDS tested, or you know, yeah. <laughs> going through. It's yeah. like, hey, I know I want to spend some time with you. Can we link up? We can meet at a hotel. But before you meet the hotel, can we get COVID tests to make sure that you right. have it or whatever? Like, I think that more measures are going to be taken because COVID is so in the forefront of your mind. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I feel like people are going to have more long lasting connections when they do get to know somebody, because all you have is time to do is sit up and talk and FaceTime and really just connect with that person. Or not connect. Mm-hmm. You probably see who they are and see that they're annoying. A whole lot too. faster mm-hmm. than just going to dinner and being polite or cordial or uh, being uh, political, politically correct. You get to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. I think I just the, the hard part is just meeting somebody. Like that's where I'm at right now. I want to get to the dating apps, but I want to do it the right way so that I'm being safe and it's being effective, and I don't feel like I'm putting energy into something that. Is this yielding me nothing? So, yeah, because my friends, um, they're horrible at being my wing man and woman. That's not the case. I just don't think anyone <laughs> deserves you. Than me, which is funny, but I love it. Well, you got to remember who you're talking to. I'm going to tell you why I say this. 
you know I'm not like I'm not a reliable person. And it's not like I'm not like if you need me, I got you. But I'm saying like just normally. I'm not reliable. And I just feel like I don't know, man. It's just kind of like I don't know. I'm just not reliable like that to where I would have the audacity to like hook you up with somebody because I don't feel like I all I know is bombs. Like and they're not bombs, but I don't think like First of all, I don't really have a lot. Of, like you, and the, I don't really have a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very solitary. Like I, um, I don't know. Like for instance, I was saying about the the female that I I conversed that I you know that we dig each other. We've we've voiced that we dig each other. Um, and it's just like the I don't know, man. It's kind of like it's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of childish. But in a good way, you know what I'm saying? Like it's we, probably we, very innocent because there is no drama. Right. Because I was thinking about this, right? You know, at my job, it's probably ninety-six percent female. Like when it's full house. Now, you know, it's not everybody's not there. Uh like it's me. It's probably like 15, 20 people that's, that that come into that office. And she so happens to come into that office because I'm going to tell you, me and her are like friends on Instagram for a while, I guess. And one day she like messaged me on Instagram. She was like, you, I'm not going to say my the street name I work on. She's like, you work on blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, how you know? She said, because I work there too. I said, okay. So then I like text her one day and then. Uh, not text her, but you know, we like message. It's just like, you know, I'm telling you, okay, so, and I didn't told, I didn't say this before. I'm the type of person where if I like your photo or I like something on your photo, I'm going to comment on it. And it's not me trying to talk to you by any means. I'm just that dude. Like, if I like the way your hat look, I like your hat. If I think your hair is cute or I like your, I'm going to tell you I like your hair. Like, that's me. And after I do that, and you say thank you, I'm not messaging you again. And like, um, and so I, I do that kind of thing. But I think with her, I told her this, and I and I was like, you she looked better in person to be, you know. And I told her that. I was like, I was like, your pictures don't do you justice. And I wasn't saying it like trying to like holler or nothing, but I was being honest. And that the following day, I was sitting down eating my lunch by myself, and she came over there where I was, and boom, that was that was the genesis. So I don't know, man. It's just kind of. I think I I, <laughs> I I I appreciate organic connections. I think yeah. as I get a little bit older, like I don't want something to feel forced. I don't want to feel awkward i just want things to be organic and i feel like when you meet somebody or when you connect with somebody and it's like you guys vibe organically i think that it's mm. awesome you know let me tell you something yeah i'm gonna tell you remember it. you remember when we posted have you seen my profile picture for like facebook i think facebook and instagram right well so whenever you look, look at best friend. I ain't never seen my profile picture. Anyway, get my friend. You, I don't be looking at y'all pictures. Whatever. So she wrote on my picture that I was beautiful, bro. You know how that made me feel. 
And she wasn't like, she wasn't like BSing. She literally was like, you beautiful. And she tells me that all the time. Like she'll play in my hair. Look, man, shut up, Joe. But she's like a country girl. Like she's she's a country girl. She rides four wheelers. Like, oh my goodness. So yeah, they made mine. Oh, that's so sweet. But it's crazy because you're not normally a guy that is entertained too easily. Like you be trying to find the the BS in it. <laughs> well, so it's good to hear that. Well, it's because there was like an there was an attraction right away. Hey, look, our best friend got her country dude. So maybe Ooh. that's good. <laughs> oh, talk about oh Nicole. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, he country. He country, man. He country. Yeah, but he loves us on Nicole. So you know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. maybe it's something out there that that's like still, I guess, organic. I'm not organic, but it's still um innocent with that because they're not into the whole city life. Maybe there's a difference. Yeah. She's she's very uh, I don't I, I don't want to say simple. That's not a that's not a flattering word. She's not simple, but she is. I don't know, man. It's hard to explain. But that's the I, don't know. I mean, I feel like meeting and getting to know somebody in this situation is going to take a little bit more effort than what people are really used to. So yeah. they're going to have to put in the effort. They're going to have to look beyond the looks look you know what i'm saying not saying you still not supposed to have like a a type of female that you're attracted to or type of male you're attracted to but it has to be more to the situation than just that because of the Mm -hmm. circumstances that we're in because sometimes people with good looks don't have nothing to talk about exactly because they so relying on their quote-unquote good looks or what people made them think anyway because i've seen some people who were who were said to be Sexy and who people flung on, and I thought they was ugly as hell. Like I wasn't not ugly as hell, but, but I, I didn't see. Just be hooping and hollering for. Nah, I, I didn't. I didn't understand like why people act the way they did around this person, and I was like, man, to be perfectly honest, if you really look at her, folks, she ugly. Like she ugly as hell. If you really look at her, and then I, I don't be, know. I be laughing because people be like hyping people up, and then they they pull up or they show up, and I be like, hmm. That's not what I was yeah. expecting. You done built me <laughs> up. Bad. Just like, me for, yeah, me. man. But no. Yeah. It's a no for me. Or the people like it, working in call centers and stuff like that. The people be just hype over, like, panic dropping over and fighting. No, I be like, for a while. Yeah. Is it because it's a shortage of people in here? Like, what's the, what's the hype? So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what's come, what's coming in the future for me with the dating or whatever and doing it in this environment. Uh, so I'm really curious to see what happens with it. First. Yeah. You and me both. You and me both. But I'm about to start um, posting. I'm not going to say posting. Yes, I am. So I'm going to start being intentional in what I pre- how I present myself. Because you know, anybody who knows me well knows that I'm really like a, this is what you're going to get. Chris is Chris, right? Um, but to be completely honest, me and a visual people. So I can't be out here looking like, you know, the brat and the thug life if I'm trying to attract somebody. Oh. 
So not saying I'm going to put on a beat face and all of that stuff, but I do feel like it's time for me to get out of the the homeboy, homegirl realm and be seen as someone that could be desired. Mm. I don't know, man. I uh, I don't know, man. It's just hard to have that effort. Like, like for instance, remember when I came to where you were and I had on my sweatpants and my T-shirt. I was perfectly fine with it. I go anywhere to the store with that. But on the same token, I'm not really chicken hawking. So, I mean, that's just, I, I, re- I go for comfort these days. Yeah, you know how my, to clean up. You know how to put on that cologne that be, you smell when your butt be back in your car down the street. I didn't smelt it. You know how to put on that fresh polo, them right kind of pants and let them sit right on your hips. You know how to do those things. Pause. Pause. You know, ain't no nothing sitting on my hips, man. What you talking about? You know how that belt sit right there. You know, your pants, you put them on and you like let them fall in place. That's what I'm talking about. Because you don't wear your pants up on your navel. I done been your best friend for too long. You have a certain way you wear your clothing. And you know how to step out and be presented. For me, y'all already know. Y'all going to get whatever clean. Y'all going to get whatever ain't wrinkled. I don't put a whole lot of effort into my outfits or even into anything. I just be like, hey, y'all know this Chris. But I'm to the point now where I'm ready to step it up a notch. I'm about to be 40 next year. Well, this year. 2021, I'm turning 40 in September. And I want to present myself the way that y'all know I can do. Like, people who know me be like, I know I've seen her clean up. She can clean up well. I want to put more thought into how I step out. Because I think when you when you when you know who you are internally, it comes out in how you dress. It comes out in how you present yourself. But when you have self-esteem issues, you don't feel like you're worthy to present yourself to public like that. And as I've worked on me internally, I feel like I'm ready to present Christina the, that I'm happy about. You know what I mean? Now, I'm still going to have my days where I throw my sweat to my tank top, whatever, and I keep it pushing, but I need to have versatility, and I don't. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So I just feel like I'm going to, like when I post pictures, I'm going to be like, okay, make sure I'm posting the picture that I want the world to see me in. Uh-huh. I feel you on that, man. Yeah, I'm going to get to this too, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to still wear my sweatpants and my T-shirts, bro. Oh, no, but. In my, in my jeans every now and again. And friend, friend, country friend, friend, say she want to go somewhere and get something to eat. Oh, yeah. She cleaned up nice. See? That's the thing. It's the versatility for me. You know, it's the being able to do both. Like, like sometimes you'll see those posts. They'd be like, get a female that can do both. Put on some J's and put on some heels. So, it's it's the balance. Mm-hmm. So transitioning from that really quick, I'm going to ask you a quick question. So talking about balance, um, I've noticed here lately, <clears throat> and then I read a post also, a lot of couples are divorcing. A lot of young couples are divorcing in our age as well. Yeah. I'm curious to, to better understand the why behind it. Like, and I saw some of the comments because the girl posed the question and she was like, why are so many people 
why so many marriages not working? And a lot of people were saying people don't take marriage seriously anymore. Um, I don't think. I don't even think it's that. I think that they got into that without really not even without really knowing each other. And this COVID has positioned their lives to really get to know each other. And they um, don't like. The and person. now they don't. They just don't like them. Like it's it's just that they jump because you got to think about this. These people who got married young, young. Um, there was a time when people did, you know, the illustrious shacking, but people kind of stopped doing the shacking, but they was dating hard, you know, but they was living in their respectable places. Well, they was like, let's get married. So then they they move in together. But with life functioning normally, you have that time to kind of get out. You know, it's kind of an absent makes the heart grow fonder kind of situation. But when you got old covid COVID in the mix and you can't go no place and you at home with this person night in night out you go to work you come home to this person you can't go really you know at the time you couldn't really go out and get drinks not really and and now you have to deal with Sue now you see you don't like the way Sue brush her teeth you don't like the way Sue eat her food you don't like this like all these dislikes you hadn't built a strong enough relationship in the first place. So anything can break y'all up. And so I just think that they're getting into the situation and Corona has forced them to really get to know these people and they don't like them. Takes a good good point. And like, I feel like even some, not even just new marriages or young people, it's a lot of people, period. Um, I know my pastor sometimes will say that he'll be like, you know, some of y'all done had to really, realize that y'all don't like the people y'all married and these are are older people because they used like you said being able to get up and move around and you know and have this that time of separation so Mm -hmm. yeah they're now having to face whatever is going on in their home be Mm -hmm. it positive or negative they're now like hey it's right here in your face this is what we're dealing with you don't like him because whatever reason but this is where we are so, yeah, I just was so curious about that when it comes to, like, marriage and relationships, just why people are now saying, you know, I can't do this anymore or, you know, not not even trying to get, like, counseling or seeking any kind of help. It's more or less like I'm done. Right. Oh, man, 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 man. Yeah, the marriage thing is something. I was thinking, man, you know, I was, you know, I was going to get married a while back. I'm like, man, that would have been the worst marriage ever in life. I don't think you would have been married for I wouldn't even, it wasn't going to happen. Like, it wasn't going to happen. That, that was something that, nah, never. I don't, never, never, nah. And like I said, I've, I've seen like, you know, people always seem to want to bring me stuff that she got going on. She, I mean, she's, I'm happy for her. She got a baby, you know, she got her guy. I'm very happy for her. Um, and I just was like thinking, man, I'd have been miserable. I'm going to tell you, bro, this will, this will let you know if you want to be with somebody or if they want to be with you, they get pregnant and it wasn't expected. That puts everything. That puts everything in perspective. Like, and I and I, I think I told you this, but she, had, you know, she had got pregnant. Yeah. And 
when that happened, ooh, I don't want this. Like this, this that was in my. <laughs> I think that was like the beginning of the end when that happened, and like that was one thing. And she kind of like tried to bring up the situation with my the kid, my kid's mom. And she was, you know, she was like, you respect her more than me. I said, no, not really. I said, she had a choice, just like you had a choice. Because I I would never say what you should or shouldn't do if you get pregnant. I wouldn't say you need to get rid of it. I wouldn't say I want you to keep it. It's your choice. Because right now, like when you first get pregnant, that baby don't have a personality, a life, don't even really have a heartbeat. Not really. I have no say in that. That's your, like, if you choose to keep the baby, I'm taking care of my responsibility. If you, you want to, you choose to, uh, you know, have an abortion or however you want to do it. I'm with you, with you, with you, whatever choice you make. Now I'm not pro-life. I'm not pro-choice. I'm just, it's not my place to have a choice in it. As far, you know, unless we're like, we make a decision. We gonna have a baby, blah blah blah. But if something happens and we didn't plan it, far be it for me to have an opinion on it. I let me tell you something, and that's what's wrong with people now. People always feel as though they should have a say in things that have nothing to do with them, and that 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 like really pisses me off about people who feel as though they are important in a situation when you ain't got nothing to do with it, like. Your opinion, and and this is something that, and and I'm not going to get into a church talk, but older saints, they always feel they need to give you their opinion, yeah. or give you a, and they say they're not judging, but you judging, bro, because it, it's just I don't know, it's just people people talk too much, and people always, like I said, feel as though their opinion matters, and it don't. Like I. <sighs> It, it, I've, I've been so close to putting people in a place sometimes, but I, but I chill because my tongue is sharp when I get in that mindset. And so I kind of, um, I just keep it to myself. I, I'm really good at keeping things to myself, but there will come a point to where it's going to come out and it ain't going to be pretty. Cause I, 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 I really do observe people to where I know what to say to you to just belittle you, but I'm not that type of person. So it don't happen often, but I have had to do it before. And see what I do is I keep, I keep things to myself. I used to like the love to share information or love to share what was going on or involve people in what I had going on. But I've learned now everybody's not privileged to that information, you know, and it's like because I, again, like you said, don't want to have to tell nobody off. I don't want to have to none of it. I'm like, let me just keep what I have to myself and the right people who need to be a part of this or who need to hear this will hear it, you know, And, and sometimes it's like they don't have the right advice and they're all some, a lot of times people are giving you advice from a biased perspective. And I think that's the problem. They're, they're telling you what they would do if it was them 
or what they didn't mm-hmm. do in their situation, which may not totally apply to your situation. Right. So it's like, that's why I sometimes will actually reach out to people or talk to people who are non-biased, like who have no bias with what I'm going on, you know, and their advice is just straight up their advice. Right. Right. That's real. Yeah, you have to just be very selective on who you allow into those things, especially when you're trying to make very life-changing decisions or make decisions. That's why now I'm not even joking. Like you said, not trying to get super, you know, churchy and stuff. I go to God a lot of times. I I do. I, I will because, like, I just do. I, okay. And it's, okay, so, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that, you know, when I had gotten sick, I really learned how to speak to the creator and how to receive what I was being told because, you know, when, when that situation happens, everybody's different. Like some people will hear a voice. I'm assuming some people like me, when I, when I like speak to God or I ask him for like clarification or I just like, you know, guidance or I ask my steps to be ordered. I'm, basically um, compelled to do whatever. I I remember I told, this was a while back, um, and I wasn't working. I I don't think I was working. I think that this was like in that time frame of me not working before I like, when I was sick or whatever. And I saw this man sitting outside and uh, I was driving by and I had to go to the store, though, real quick. So I was like, well, when I get out, I'm going to go to Burger King and get him, like, some sausage biscuits because they had him, like, 80 cents or something like that. So I would get him a couple of uh, biscuits or whatever. So I was in the store too long. I came out. It was like a, it was, it was like lunch. It was damn, it was down at lunchtime. And I was like, dang, man, let me go. So I, I'm trying to drive. When I tell you my foot would not move off that brake, I literally had to get out my car to walk. I walked to Arby's, got this man some food and brought it to him. And he was super thankful and, and this and but he wasn't asking because he never asked anybody for no food. He was just sitting there trying to be cool because it was shade. And I fed him and um but there was way like and, and even now I'm such like a giver. Like when I see people, you know, on the like at these store parking lots, I always give them money. And, and, you know, people like, man, they're going to go buy some drugs, man. That's not my business. I, you know, cause a lot of them go get food and I, and, and a lot of time I offer to go get them food and usually they'll say, yeah. And I ask them what they want and they'll, you know, they get what they want and I bring it back to them or they'll be there or they'll walk like up there with me and we'll go in and I order their food and I leave. But like, uh, speaking to me like the creator speaking to me i know what it feels like now and and i think back like back in the gap when i was younger i used to get that feeling but i didn't know what it meant yep. so it's a lot of things that i didn't do that i should have done now that i um i know what it feels like when he's talking to me and it's crazy because i was just i i have a group that i meet with every two weeks um some young ladies and we were talking and, and i 
made the statement. I'm like, man, I really thought like hearing God's voice was, you know, this booming sound that God, this is God, Christina. You know, just like that's what I was expecting. So I never heard this. I was like, I never heard the voice of God. But God actually speaks to me through my own writings. So he has me write things down. He has me to write them in repetition. And then he reveals scripture to me. and He'll place the scripture on my heart. Even when it comes to like certain people, God will have somebody on my heart. When I say heavy, I'm talking about it be so heavy. Like it won't let up. Like I can go do something and like go about my day and be like, okay, when I stop what I'm doing, I'm going to do it. And it will, he will make sure it remains present on my mind. And I, and I'll reach out to that person. I'll got to give me a word for them. And they'll be like, you know what? God must've really told you to send it to me because yesterday I wanted to do this or just 10 minutes ago, I was about to just say, forget it. I give up. And they're like, when you called, I got a, you must knew I needed to hear from you. So I've always now learned when God is talking to me and putting people on my heart or when God is putting something on my heart to do for myself or to read, I stop and I try to give him that, you know, listen, mm-hmm. because it, it, does not, it didn't come the traditional way. And, and, and it's crazy because I'm spending the end of last year and this year really trying to unlearn some very not good things from a spiritual perspective and really get a better understanding of who God truly is because what I thought and what I was fed, a lot of it wasn't reality. It was what they needed to tell me to keep me in line, if that makes sense. So I actually bought a book that I'm starting. It's called Reframe. And it's basically to help you to break down some of the barriers that you put up based upon church and re- excuse me, based upon religion, and really get to the relationship. Right. So, yeah, I think that just, you know, like you say, or growing up and younger, I used to not know what that meant. Like I used to have those moments and be like, "Man, I'm good," or you know, going by my day. But now it'd be like, "Okay, let me stop for a second. What's up?" And then I get it, and I'm good. And that person needs that, or you know, whatever it is. So. I know y'all be like, you are so random when you reach out, but it be because y'all be on my heart heavy. I don't think it's random. Well, since we're speaking of spirituality, you know what? I, I have a lot of deja vu, like a lot. And it'd be like super vivid. Like I see things like a full out situation and it deja vu's and I catch it from the beginning. And as I'm like, dang to myself, this deja vu is playing out. That's kind of weird. Like, um, is it deja vu at that point? If it plays out. Yeah. Like, is that really deja vu? Yep. Cause you sit there and you see whatever it was, but what's crazy about it is that you can't really, you don't know me if I've ever had it when I do have it. I can't like correct the the outcome from what I saw. I just have to go through it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I'd be in the midst of it when I figure out, dang, this already happened. But what is what is what is it? Like, are we reliving the same stuff over and over again? It's like the groundhog day. 
Hmm. Creepy. I always wonder about that. Okay, and also, uh, Kendall had, like, Kendall had wrote me uh, the other night. Like, I get, well, I guess she like made a post on her page. I didn't really understand it, so I didn't respond. But she like wrote me out of the blue. She was like, respond to my question, and she was saying, um, "Am I um, who I think I deserve?" Do you understand that question? Am I who I think I deserve? What 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 she meant was what I'm looking for in somebody, am I offering at least equal to that? That's a good one. That's a very good one. And so I told her, I said, um, I don't I don't know. Because I like right now, I know for a fact I'm not hundred percent where I want to be at. So I don't even like I don't really hundred percent go hard enough to like even have that standard for somebody right now, and so, um, and I told her, she was like, "Well, how do you get to know people?" I'm 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 observing people. I'm studying people. I observe heavily before I say anything to anybody. Like you know, even when in my pursuing days, I under like I used to study people so I knew how to approach them because. You know, you got to some people, you, you know, like females, you approach some of them dealing with food. You approach some of them dealing with kids. You approach like it's crazy. The thought process that it go like you know, what I'm saying that you go through through each female differently. I had it. I had it pegged like I, I knew exactly how to come at her, 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 her after I just really studied them for a while. And, and it sounds kind of. I don't know. I don't like the way that sound, but that's what I used to do. I, um, and so I just tell her, like, I'm not going to step to them till I know for a fact I'm not going to waste their time and vice versa. Especially now that I'm on something else. Like, I'm not on just a sexual tip right now. I'm really trying to know somebody. If, you know, now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, you know, cheek slappage can't happen i'm saying that's not my main objective so the whole situation is different like the whole uh the whole thing's different when it's not about just the physical situation but i don't know it, it was a good question but i like i said i told her that i'm not i'm not gonna waste nobody's time and i don't want nobody wasting mine so when i approach them that's it, it's on like when I approach them, that's what I want. Yeah. Not I, a second. I think Christina two years ago wasn't there. But I do think that's why I settled a lot because I didn't know that I was there. I probably was there then. I didn't understand my worth. So now that I'm at a place of like I get who I am, I'm more in tune with who I am. Um, I do believe that I'm the per I'm someone that presents the right package for the right person. You know, so yeah, I do think that now I do think that, but again, like you said, I'm not going to to waste anyone's time. If I don't have that energy or that connection with you, I'm going to be very clear because I'm one who will let stuff linger 
even though I see that it's going nowhere, I will sit and let it linger because I feel mm. bad for the other person. But then I put it's almost like sacrificing myself for the greater good of the other person. Right. So yeah, now I'm just like, yeah, it's not gonna work. You know, oh, I'm not really enjoying, you know, we're not connecting, we're not clicking, and I'm okay with saying it. Hmm. You are something else. I just blocked in somebody that <laughs> was trying to talk because it wasn't going well. I pretty much blocked his number. Why? So you go there, right? Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I just fall off. No, I mean, the conversation pretty much was trash. And I knew that I didn't want him to contact me again. You told him that? Or you just, just figured he should? When he didn't, when my phone didn't dial, when his number couldn't connect to me no more, I felt like it would be understood. That's like. I go to um, um. I don't know, like, when you, like, say, for like, it's somebody that you don't want to talk to, like, are you ever going to see this person again? I met him, I was at Trader Joe's uh, getting some groceries, and I met him at Trader Joe's. We exchanged phone numbers. He contacted me and was basically asking me why I voted, voted for Biden, telling me everything that was wrong with voting for Biden. He asked me, did my kids have the same daddy? He asked me. What? Yes, this is the first conversation out the gate. He asked me what I did for a living. And I really don't tell people where I work just because I don't. Um, and then he's, I told him, you know, I work, you know, in healthcare. And he's like, oh, okay, I, I know what you do. Basically, like down in my employment, everything, he was just more or less very condescending. It was nothing about that conversation where I said, hmm, I want to have this conversation again. So I was like, I'm done. Like, and there was no reason for me. You know to what though? Like, you got you 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 gotta you gotta blame your fellow females because some females respond to that type of ridiculousness. Right. And I was not here for it. And my whole thing is I don't have I'm very limited in how much free time I have and I need no one to waste it. Right. I feel you on that. But yeah, you got to blame, like, women like mean dudes. Women like dudes that's a-holes for some reason. It's I don't know why. It's not for me. I'm not attracted to that. Shit, they like it. But anywho, this has been fun. Now, I would like to get back in the studio. Uh, you know, we have our 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 last recent special guest she enjoyed it and i know you said you had someone who wanted to come on or is that still yeah the therapist. yeah the therapist i think that's gonna be good um so y'all you know we you always say we're gonna be more active man but then work work happens and kids yeah. but my goal is to you know put this episode out and put another episode out next week and so on and so forth. I would like to be more consistent. It's just a lot of times it's difficult with work, but we're going to try. Absolutely. And, but like, you guys have to 
like literally sent us subjects and things to talk about so that we know because we don't want to just always pick it ourselves. And yes, we wing this episode and it's fine because we're friends and we talk like this anyway. So send us some subject guys and, and, you know, make it interesting, you know, and, and let it be something that you may not want to. And, and if you send me something and say that it's a secret or you don't want nobody to know, I will not bring your name up. Yeah. So don't be ashamed. Okay. I'm not that kind of guy. So anyway, this is over. Peace out. <laughs>